You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into the Thursday edition. Is it Thursday? It is Thursday. Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room. I'm trying to chase in my tail uh, this week. Just a lot going on, but it is the Thursday edition. A rainy Thursday edition. If you're trying to practice soccer or baseball, I do feel sorry uh, for you guys. I know that Northridge did go over to the Alabama Indoor Football practice silly and practice a little baseball last night. But uh, for baseball and soccer people, it's hard to get any work in if you don't have turf out there. So get these people some turf so they can practice. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you would like to get in on the show with us this morning. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email. Wimpinberry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take it with you anywhere you go. If it has to last, it has to be tough. With standing the elements year after year, when it comes to building outdoors, it doesn't come any tougher than Yellowwood brand pressure treated pine from great southern woods. For all for the project that stands up against Mother Nature's best, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer. Go to yellowwoodgot.com to find out where that is. The lumber that protects against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. Get only the best for your next backyard project. And remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Uh, no tragedies today, Joe and Dad. No flat tire. No coffee all over the counter. And Jenny did not do a good job of cleaning that up, so I had to finished cleaning that up when I got home. I said, I did take the top off of the Yeti cup this morning. Dad, I did not go to Starbucks. Those ladies have to be missing me at Starbucks. I hadn't been back to Starbucks in so long. Yeah, so I, know I know they miss me. I know they miss me. Like All right. Good morning. How are you this morning? Okay. Uh, several things. Some of it scores, but some of it's things you'll be interested in. Tennessee goes five for 25 from the three. Florida beats them 67-54. Castleton uh, had 20. Uh, Tennessee um, went to the line, free throw line, 12 times, uh, I think it was, and Florida went 24. Must foul a lot down on the road down there. So anyway, Tennessee gets beat, which means that they've lost two games, puts Alabama even in better shape to win the round robin, and I think they probably will. Auburn, 94-73. to Broom and Flanagan up front played pretty good for them. What looked like a watch and green Played good. And K.D. Johnson, who's been playing kind of bad and wild as a dirt road lizard, came in and played good. 94-73. Missouri, how about this, folks? They shot 27 threes in May 13. Kobe uh, from Huntsville, Alabama, got 26. He got well. And um, Auburn plays Tennessee on Saturday at 1 o'clock. And Alabama plays uh, LSU at 3 o'clock. Uh, nationally, there were a lot of games that, uh, and tonight, by the way, UAB will play Florida Atlantic, which should be a very, very good basketball <laughs> game. Um, how about this one? North Carolina gets beat at home by Pittsburgh. Not that any of you care. Um, let's see who else that 
might be of interest to you. Oklahoma, who beat Alabama pretty soundly, got beat by a kid that uh, coaches if Barry knows from South Carolina, worked with them. Oklahoma State beat them 71-61 at Oklahoma. That crowd was dead. Like they like they used up all their energy for the Alabama yeah. game. It was a totally different environment. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't what little of it I saw. I, I I watched part of it, but it just wasn't. Anyway, we'll have Jay Billis on today, and that will be some good information. If we hopefully we can get from him, Purdue, the number one team. I guess we want to say that uh, in the nation beat Penn State eighty to sixty. So. Uh, they're they're darn good. So um, signing date is big, and everybody's talking about that. And so I'll tell you who they say are the t- are the top ten teams. Alabama's number one, and Georgia got a real good player last night, yesterday, whatever. Uh, Georgia's two, the University of Texas, who is going to be in the SEC, and the University of Oklahoma, three and four. So the first four teams will be in the will be in the SEC eventually. Ohio State's five. LSU Fighting Tigers will be number six in recruiting. I don't know if this means anything. Miami, they better Miami better get going. Seven. Oregon, he's got he's left Oregon. He's left uh, Georgia. Dan did and went to Oregon. They're doing well. They're number eight. The Tennessee Volunteers got a new contract. Their coach did, and they're number nine. And the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Or number ten, and who else had a good year, but not in this group, was South Carolina. They did very, very well. So caught a lot of slipped up and got some people. Maybe uh, Mississippi State was a little bit of a dog. You see who uh, Dion was? Joe, did you see who Dion was tour- touring around his facilities? No. Who was it? Lil Wayne. Oh, nice. Is he, he gonna play? He and Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. I looked him up. He's worth 160 million. Who? Lil Wayne. Oh, Lil Wayne? Yeah, you know who Lil Wayne is? Yeah, well, he's a, he's a rapper. Singer, dancer. Joe, you can play some Lil Wayne for him on the way no, out. No, no, play up, John Pilf. No, Lil uh, Wayne. Um, so we'll have uh, – I don't think I got anybody at 7.30 today. I can't recall. So if he did, he'll call in whoever it was. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. But anyway, we got Jay Billis on. He'll be pretty good, I think. Uh, if you have questions and uh, answers and – so forth and so on. You see that basketball is an up-and-down sport. But the good teams get beat some. Uh, Tennessee now has two losses. A&M has two losses in the league. Alabama has zero. And Alabama has uh, – is. I don't want to put any pressure on them. So, but they've got – they're in good shape. So I'll just leave it like that. <laughs> What's uh, Joe, Wayne doing at Colorado? Touring the facilities. They have, you, all you got to do is you can go on YouTube and you can watch them walking around every facility. Little, little Wayne. He's got a prospect. Do you think Little Wayne, help, that helps him in recruiting, Joe? Yeah, he's going to give him money. That's what I'm asking. Like, he's what's giving the, the money, Joe. Little Wayne and Dion are boys. So okay. little, little Wayne came in and he, Dion took him all around. Does Lil Wayne have a bunch of high school prospects? He's trying Lil to Wayne, get... they will be sending that video to a bunch of high school prospects. And those coaches came in there, and they were so in awe of meeting Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne had his little hat on. You could barely see him because it was cold outside. So, Joe, your theory is not coming true, though, on the NIL. When Dad just rolled off those top ten and recruited, it's the same schools. 
as always. So I thought NIL was supposed to – is that what the transfer portal does? The transfer portal's evening it up, not the NIL. I mean, the the rich are always going to be rich. Uh, I, I guess the NIL, the NIL and the transfer portal will help a little bit on the parity side, but the rich are always going to be rich, Barry. All right. Um, Auburn, Dad, Tahad Pettiford. From Jersey City. He just mm-hmm. always wanted to be an Auburn Tiger. Forever and ever. The number two point guard in the nation, as Pat likes the five stars, this boy's a five star, is coming to the Auburn Tigers. He's a 5'11 uh, point guard. Um, he is the number two point guard in the country. Now, there's a kid down at Baker High School that's going yeah, to go to Auburn. Now it's tomorrow. Uh, LeBron Phelan, and I've seen him when he was going younger. Going he on. is going to commit tomorrow. He's uh, got a lot of people on the list, but the word is he is going to the Auburn Tigers. Uh, so Bruce, if they do that, Bruce Pearl will have the number three class in the country. NIL is live and well down on the plains. Oh, it is. So, Joe. NIL down there. Joe, they got I'm some NIL down there. NIL. Is Alabama using the NIL? Are they? I reckon. And are they using it in in other sports uh, other than basketball and football? I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they're only worried about two sports being good. I think they want softball to be good. But do they are they beating themselves up to be good in baseball? No. Giving poor grip, Brad Bohan everything he needs. Are they giving – Coach Curry, everything she needs. Costs too much. I thought Alabama's the richest, one of the richest schools in the country. When it comes to football, yes. Oh, okay. All right, question for you two guys. Dad, why is it? Now, I know North Carolina went to the national championship last year. <laughs> but they've falling this they year. We'll continue to fall. Coach K, Joe, he leaves Duke. Duke's always at the top of the ACC. Coach K, squad, former squad, now is seven and four. Clemson is winning the ACC. Duke is sixteen and six. North Carolina is fifteen and seven. Why is that, Dad? When the when the legend leaves, the program drops. Why? Well, that's kind of be going to be with my first question. Not not that particular way, but it's, I am going to ask something about what goes on there. Um, I don't know. I think I don't know if they have the confidence in the new coach as much. Uh, maybe he's, I don't know, I, that maybe they haven't recruited quite as well as they say they have. I think things fell in place for North Carolina last year. I thought their seeding was, they got good seeding. I thought they, and they played pretty well in the tournament. They weren't a final, final four team or not even a final game team to me. But, um, um, I don't know what what the reason is. Those those guys are falling off, but they are, and that that league is falling off. Some It's already falling off in bash in football. Florida State's gotten a little better. Uh, Clemson's uh, about the same, maybe they oh, okay, they're good. And uh, rest of them, Miami, who was supposed to be number three, faltered football, so they're not worth a hoot. So it's the NIL money is. Starting to pour into everybody trying to get their team going. So I don't know. Joe, I I'll ask you, Joe. 
Maybe Dad and I don't know. The legend leaves. You would think this program still has all the tradition. The trophies don't walk out the door. They got the tradition. They got the gear. They got the Nike contracts. They got the crowds. That's a big good question. I won't ask it like that to Jay and you ask it. All right. Joe, why, when the legend leaves, does it drop? Well, the standards drop. The standards drop, and people want to put their own flavors on it. I mean, no, it's it's Hubert Davis, right, the coach of Carolina? Yeah. I mean, not not, not that he's doing anything wrong. They, they went to the national championship last year, dude. But he does things a different way, and when things get done a different way, sometimes things get slipped through the cracks and changes bit get happen. And you know, I, I, I think it's natural for, for uh, I mean, when Coach Bryant left, uh, when Coach Bryant stepped down and retired, I think Coach Perkins did things a different way. I know that uh, some people didn't like the way he did them, but uh, just did, did things a little differently. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of other places where. When Dean Smith left, I mean, they were they had to go through two or three coaches, Brad Darty and the assistant Guthridge that were there, and they were still good. And they finally got it back. They had, through, they had to go through two, maybe three coaches to get back to Roy Williams to get it back to where it was. Does that worry you, Dad, about when Nick Saban says I'm going to the lake? How many will they be able to get it right? And of course, we don't know this, but. How hard is it to get it right and keep it going at this level? Uh, very, very hard. Very hard. Why? Well, I think personalities change. They do it differently. The fans are upset that why they hire half of them don't like the guy you hired. It's like when I got the job, they don't. They didn't want me to have it. Um, they don't. They don't for the new guy you got. He hadn't done this. He hadn't done that. Uh, it goes over to recruiting somewhat a little bit. Uh, that's the reason we work so hard in trying to recruit. And ours is maybe, maybe we're talking about me as a smaller scale, but it, it, it was also hard. Yeah, my man Jason texted in. He's right. Spurrier left. Where'd Florida go? Down, right? They, they've been the same. I mean, they may jump up and have a season, but Florida hasn't been the same, oh. and I don't ever see them getting back for a while. They'll be howling. In Alabama, they'll be howling like a wolf. How long did it take? Did Vince Dooley ever – What did he ever get it to a high, high level, Dad? High, high level? No, uh, high, No, no, not, not – he, he was, he was low-key, and he was good, and they smelled the roses because he fixed roses, and they won, but they didn't win, you know, national championships. I think they won one, maybe. I don't know. So but. Kirby has it at that peak. Of, he has it at the peak of where it's ever been. Kirby ain't going nowhere. No, I'm saying, but he's got that program higher than it's ever been. Well, correct? Sure. Yeah. Did Clemson ever have it at the level that Dabo had it? Did Danny Ford have it to that level? It won't he had it pretty high. He won a national championship. Played Ohio State for the national championship. He got one. Uh, now Clemson has started to unravel. Ohio State. I don't know if they've unraveled. Ohio State's kept it pretty high, hasn't they? I'm not sure they get top players all the time. But Ryan Day. But they promoted within, right? They did. So, I don't know. The curious question is, when you when the legend leaves, why does it unravel? 
Well, Barry, if you were replacing the legend, what would you would you try to do everything the same old way, or? I don't think you can do it the same. I think you because you, you'd be fake. You got to go in and be who you are. I couldn't go in and be whoever replacing is, but uh, I don't know why it falls like that. I mean, you would think Duke. Come on, Duke. It's Duke. It's an institution. Yeah, you think they got all those five stars over there? Why are they not winning? They not recruit as well. I think they are. Um, Kentucky. It's hard to keep it up at that level. All right, you guys want to talk about that and call us up. Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. Pick up and delivery, 205-391-0034. They'll come get the cleaning, whether it be the dresses, the suits, the dress shirts, those golf shirts. I hear you all talking about those Peter Millar golf shirts. I think it's Peter Millar. Those things are expensive, so you don't want to yeah, throw those in the. I noticed. You don't want to throw those in the washer and dryer. You want to get them dry clean, and that's what Royal Cleaners will do for you. What do you mean you noticed? You bought a Peter Millar? No, oh. I looked at those shirts y'all gave me. They weren't Peter Millar. Yeah, they were. They were nice. <laughs> I gave you a nice North River deal, but you probably have never worn it. Uh, if you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, forty-eight fifty-one. Rice Mine Road, 205-391-0034. Royal Cleaners for all of your cleaning needs. You listen to Tide 100.9. This is home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, but it's a nasty Thursday morning. Please slow down and drive carefully. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Business is so good at Townsend Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good morning from the Town Square Media Newsroom. My name's Mary Kay. And police have arrested a woman who allegedly attempted to sneak methamphetamine and other drugs into an Alabama jail by concealing the contraband inside protein shakes. And you can get more details on this case by tapping our free app. And a Tuscaloosa County man has been jailed on 20 separate felony charges and more are likely to follow after police allegedly discovered a large amount of child pornography on his devices. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Hey, Pete, how's business? It's great. Foot traffic's still way down, but more people are finding me online. Nice. How'd you pull that off? Well, the first thing I did was go to ending. The clouds will linger the low at 33. A brighter day tomorrow, the sky becoming mostly sunny, the high very close to 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide. The best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 
You're on, Coach. We just okay. That's a little lame. I'm on now. Here's what that lady says that brings up some milkshakes into the, into the, she says, officer, all in the world this is is a vanilla milkshake for one of the prisoners. And if you'll be real nice, I'll bring you a chocolate one tomorrow. <laughs> Did you hear that ad? Wait, uh, where they bought those milkshakes and the drugs in them? Oh. Huh? No, I didn't see that. You didn't hear the ad? Uh-uh. Not the ad, the thing. They arrested her because she brought milkshakes into the officers, and they were full of phenomene, or whatever you call it. So my point was that she could have said Phenomine. officer. Whatever you, whatever they full of, I don't know if I no drugs. Got arrested for meth. She was carrying and she meth said, and she said, I'm going to bring you one tomorrow if you act right and put your guns down. Yeah. Do you think that lady up there in North Alabama that helped that prisoner escape, you think she was bringing him some stuff into the prison? Uh, uh, she's passed away, but the other ladies, they bring, they bring in here chocolate, vanilla. Tomorrow we're getting strawberry. Yeah. All right, well, Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from oh. Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, get to the Yellowwood hotline. I'm sure he'll have another prediction for us. My main man, Joe. Good morning, Joe. I've got a school for you, Louisville, Patino. Look where it is today. Come on, you're not going to give Denny Crumb credit? Oh, yeah, Denny, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought about mentioning him. Well, yeah, and, and he took where Denny had it and kept it there. And Denny's, not, Denny's not good, Joe. He's done. No. You know, Joe Joe Hall just died, too, the end of last year. Oh, yeah, I saw him. I saw him. I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's, you know, and of course we know what Louisville got called for, but the real reason I'm calling is I think I may have to eat a big plate of crow. Yeah. Let's get your fork out, Joe. Get your fork I'm, out. Did you score more than 60 points? No. Huh? No. Well, that was my prediction. I scored 50, I said, I scored 57. I said, okay. And you scored 59 on Green County. Yeah. I said you would. You would win some games, but you never would win one scoring more than 60. But, buddy, you got close. And uh, I'm going to start calling you uh, Mountain Brook West and Bucky Jr. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start call- calling hey, you. Joe, it's hard to win at Aliceville. Nobody else has done it. I'm telling you, Barry. Now, where are they ranked right now before you beat them? Well, are they still what? In, in, in the- I mean, I, I don't think – I don't know if they turned their stuff in. They were 18-0. and 0. When we played them. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Barry, you've done a great job, man. You really have. And uh, Northside's coach was just saying, man, T.A. just does not make any turnovers. And they are so well coached in defense. <laughs> they make a lot good. of turnovers. We make a lot well, of turnovers. Well, you talk about high school level, Barry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, doing a great job. I'm mm. really impressed. And B- uh, Bucky's had a little rough run here lately, hadn't he? He dropped out of the Brockatology. I don't I don't know how many games he's lost, but he's been, been in job. there all what year. What league are they in? What's the name of their league? He's done a good job. What's the name uh, of their league? Are they in with UT Martin? Because they got UT Martin in it now. 
No, I'm looking at you. They used to be, but they're not in that one now. They're, UT Martin's in the Ohio Valley you got now. The Southern Conference. Southern. So here we Southern, go. Southern. Furman is nine and two. Sanford's nine and two. So they lost two. So they're fifteen and nine. They didn't do great in nine conferences. They've done well in the conference. So of course that's a one bid league. You got to win the tournament to get in. So. Well, here's my question for Barry Sanderson today. Yes. When Bucky goes on and Martin calls Barry, <laughs> is Barry going to take it? Well, first of all, Martin ain't going to call Barry. But if he did, I would. But he's not. So that ain't going to happen. But I would not be – go ahead. No, I didn't say nothing. Go ahead. Oh, I thought I heard Joe saying something. Mm. Uh, sky's the limit. Now, Alice will still host it, correct? Yes. And unfortunately, I got to play Francis Marion, which is Yeah, not... but you, swap, you split with them. No, they swept me. Swept you? I thought you said no. Beat him. I swept. I swept Green County. Yeah. So they play. Hey, my uh, my soldier boys, and of course their girls are third in state. They came down and played Central Tuesday night. Girls got beat forty to twenty eight. Boys played a good game too. All right, Joe, tell me why when you replace a legend, you're smart. Why does it drop? Well, you can't. Uh, I gave you the perfect example. Patino was cheating like you know what. Call girls, everything. And they had their little little uh, process, whatever you want to call it, their system, go in there, and they got caught, and they cut back, and then they had to bring new people in. And it is awful now. Did you ever think you'd see Louisville where it is today? Yeah, the Chris Mack situation was ugly at the end. Chris Mack did a good job there. Um but uh, the assistant turned on him when he tried to fire him, and so he tried to destroy him. And they looks like they destroyed uh, the program there. See, I have people that tell me um, they criticize coaches all the time, Joe. They criticize them left and right. But then they'll turn around and tell me that coaching doesn't matter and that coaching is easy. Now you, it can't be both ways, can it, Joe? That's you criticize right. the Very coach, but then you turn around and tell me coaching doesn't matter. I don't get it. You you are a perfect example of that of what you've accomplished this year. Coaching really matters, especially at the high school level and on everywhere. Coaching always matters. Yeah. Always matters. All right. Who does Bama get as the coordinators? I'm staying with Jeremy. That's the hold up. He's tried and tried to get But he's done. not going in front of the committee till like next year, so you can't hire him, Joe. How, how can they do that, Barry? And keep that guy from not working. In the SEC. Guy shouldn't have cheated. He's just got to get him a lawyer. And if he wants to challenge it, I don't know. And they may bring him in and and really be the not not be the have the title. You know. Joe, Joe, Joe. And Dad, you answer this as well. Would you want to be the defensive coordinator with Jeremy Pruitt standing over your shoulder as the analyst? He'd be second guessing everything you did. If you was making the most money you had ever made in your life, a lot of money changes everything. Barry. Yeah, but those guys that are that you're going to hire are already making that, aren't they? Well, Dad, would uh, you want Jeremy Pruitt as an analyst looking over your shoulder if you were the defensive coordinator? As an analyst? Yeah, Not really. I, I don't. I don't know whether I could. You know, if I could, if I had the personality to tell him to shut up, which yeah. I, did, I would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. You would have to have the person turn around, and look at him, and say, hey, "Jeremy, 
Shut up and sit no, the block I, down. I would just, no, I wouldn't tell him that in front of anybody. But I'd just say, you know, I'll, you, you, you give me your suggestions in private, and we'll see what, what they look like. Yeah, all these people say, well, bring him in, and if it's a problem, you can take him off the road and put him as an analyst. Bring him as an analyst. Yeah, you try working as an analyst. Let that guy be an analyst, and you be the coordinator. Good luck. Good but luck. now y'all do agree that Saban is trying to get him, and that's the hold up. I don't know what he's. I, I, I don't see how Saban. Why Saban want to go through all that? Saban's tired of hiring coaches. Saban wants to get somebody that he can keep them. He's gone, and that ain't gonna be long. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. All right, Joe's my man uh, there. But uh, I think that would be hard, Joe. People talking about bring just bring him in, make him an analyst. Okay, well the guy under him. Mm, you got the the guy under him's got to be a young guy, got to be an inexperienced guy. If you bring in somebody with any experience or somebody who feels like they know what they're doing by now, that just going to create some button heads, some clash of personalities. Where are we on the offense coordinator? Uh, we're trying to see if you, if your son wants the job. We heard he was good at Madden. Somebody sent me an email last night. I hate to even say it because it's, I know it's not true, Dad. That they said that. Gene Chiswick, the plane brought Gene Chiswick here. Any truth to that? I'm just, that's a rumor. Gene Chiswick, <laughs> former Auburn coach. Yeah. Turn the page. <laughs> this coaching search has a North Carolina can't score enough points to overcome Gene Chiswick's defense. <laughs> Why are you doing? Gene was almost Gene was national champion. Gene's good on TV. They score more cotton-picking points than you can shake a stick at. Against his defense? Oh, sure. Yeah, but he don't have Alabama's players. I understand that. I guess he's okay. I don't have any idea. Joe, what's the rumor mill out there right now? Um, What's, what's the guru saying? Fowler. The rumor is that Todd Grantham is closer and closer to being hired. Mm, that might be true. And the rumor is that Derek Dooley may have gotten an interview. That may be true as well. So, yeah, lots Do of... Do you people. really have to interview Derek Dooley? He's been working with you all year. Well, you know, you, you visit with him. You can visit with your analyst thing, stop by the office. So is Derek Dooley pursuing the job? Like, these guys are... Like, Derek Dooley... I wish I knew Derek Dooley. He seemed like a great guy. You never see these guys around. You never see them anywhere. Why would you be in public in this town? Well, what do they do? Just go through a tunnel back to the house? Where yeah. do they live? Where do these people live? They Don't they live in your neighborhood? Some of them do. Pete Golding did. Yeah, you live with all the fat cats. Bill O'Brien, he, he had a condo right across from the practice field. It's for sale for like one point two million. Wasn't that the uh, the Lane Kiffin condo? I don't know. One point two million for a condo across from the practice field. Dad, would you pay one point two million for a condo across from the practice field? Uh, no. Joe, would you? If you had money to burn, would you buy a condo? For what for, reason? For, for, I guess for, I you stand reason? on the balcony and watch practice. I don't know. Was it be drinking beer in the afternoons, watching practice? Just go by and ask for a press pass. Coach, let me let me come by. Hey, I got to prove for a press pass for the SEC tournament. Look at I you. did too. So did I. I might go. Joe, find us some sponsors. First Domain Condos, 
Three bedroom, three and a half bath. Now, if you're going to spend one point two million, you ought to buy one of those. But you can rent them. Washer and dryer included. Stainless steel appliances. All granite countertops. All electric, energy efficient appliances. That you get the internet and the direct TV for free. Ten foot ceilings. Large patios with upper level river views. Easy access to the Riverwalk. Gated property with security cameras. Located in the historic district of downtown Norport. Two minutes to downtown Tuscaloosa. Throw another, hit another driver, and you are at the University of Alabama. Give them a call. One month free rent. If you tell them you're here on the inside locker room, 205 657 7465, or go to firstinmaincondos.com. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama linebacker Demoy Kennedy is transferring to Colorado. Former Alabama softball ace Jackie Traina has been named to the 2023 SEC Class of Women's Legends. Twelve Alabama football alumnus have been selected for the 2023 Pro Bowl. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Play it again. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, but it's a nasty Thursday morning. Please slow down and drive carefully. If you see conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. Business is so good at Townsend Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation made the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. Ending, the clouds will linger, the low at 33. A brighter day tomorrow, the sky becoming mostly sunny, the high very close to 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Uh-huh. I say he's so sweet. I wanna the rap her. So I let her Little Wayne, Little Wayne and Dion are boys, Joe. So Little Wayne's helping Dion recruit. Hey, whatever gets it done. You, you saw he, uh, he he pulled in a transfer from Alabama. Who is that guy? Moy Kennedy. Is he good? Uh, he's okay. He tore his knee up last year. Hmm. Well, Dion's uh, working the portal. He's. I mean, he gets videoed all day. Does he ever get sick of getting videoed? It probably doesn't even bother him at this point. I mean, they're following him around everywhere. Yellowwood pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. That uh, early, too early to say this. I think Alabama's going to, you said 18-0. I don't know about that. But I think they're going to win the regular season. Right now they're 9-0. Texas A&M 7-2. Tennessee seven and two and Auburn seven and two. So if Auburn could somehow knock off Alabama, I guess next Saturday that might help. But right now, if you had to vote, Joe and Dad, Nate Oates and Brandon Miller, coach of the year and player uh, player of the year in the SEC, Dad. 
Oh, probably so, and probably, probably Nate Oates a new contract. Yeah, I hear the, they got a meeting coming up to discuss his new contract. Joe, Brandon Miller, Nate Oates, that's not really going out on a limb. Coach of the year, freshman of the year, player of the year. I don't have any other better candidates, really. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with all three of them. Uh, so they're sitting there 19-3. and three. Uh, They go to LSU um, on Saturday, a team that they beat pretty good there. Now, they won't beat them that bad, uh, obviously, because they got a little pride. Then they got Florida at home uh, on the 8th. Then they travel down to Auburn and Tennessee. That's Those are two big games, uh, the 11th at 1 o'clock, and then on the 15th they're at Tennessee. If they're going to drop a conference game, it's going to be one of those two or both. And then they got to go to Texas A&M to win the conference, possibly. Um, between at Auburn, at Tennessee, and at Texas A&M, if you get one of those, I think you win the regular season. Uh, your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts are they going to get more than one. Really? I'm sure. sure. So are they going to get Auburn? I, I would think I would, I would think they've got a great chance to uh, Auburn is good, but I think the I think the strength of Alabama and the rebounding will will be way way the difference in the Auburn game because uh, yeah, they won't they won't allow you many shots, and uh, they're not a great outside shooting team. They may have streaks like they had last night. Two inside players played pretty good last night, but they won't play that way. I don't think against Alabama. So I you know I don't know it. if I was if I was coaching. Game, I'd be worried sick about it, but I, from the outside looking in, I would think A&M is good. They're better than they have been, but they're not Alabama good. That's the last game of the year. I know, um, that. I know that. Tennessee is. You give Tennessee, LSU any? LSU's one, and they showed you why. LSU will play them better, but they, they, they're not beat them. They'll play them better because they, they've got they're at home and they got a lot of a lot of reason to play them better because they got annihilated. You know, I don't know. No, I just – this is kind of radio talk stuff. But if I was coaching the games, I'd be worried sick about each game. But I think with with the two teams that are trailing you, uh, having lost two games, Tennessee and A&M, um, Auburn having to go to Alabama twice, to Kentucky once, uh, and to Arkansas and to Tennessee twice. Not twice, but play Tennessee twice, play Alabama twice, and got to go to Kentucky. Um, is a schedule where Auburn had faced a tough schedule yet, and they're going to they're going to be uh, a borderline NCAA team when it's all said and done. No, they're going to be an NCAA team. I, I didn't argue that. I said they're borderline. They'll get in there, but it won't it won't be won't be where you're you know you're going to be a eight or nine or ten. Well. This Saturday, Auburn and Tennessee play, so one of them's going to get another loss. Um, yes, Joe. Are, are these scenarios something that you guys are talking about uh, with with your team uh, as far as the rest of the season goes? No. No, I usually go one game at a time. You play one game at a time. No, That's play. all they got to worry about. They just they. You always want to control your own destiny. That's right. You know, yeah. you can't worry about what the other team's going to do, son. You you, you, you don't so. worry about. The, you don't even think about. It, you don't talk about it. Talk about your game, your team. You don't go into the dressing room and say, "If we win this game and 
Auburn beats Tennessee, so and so and so. You, you don't do it that way. Now, if you're Arkansas, you got to look at your opportunity to pick up quality wins, and you got to get them. So you do. They're in a different situation. They got to get quality wins, or they're going to be left out of the dance. Uh, Auburn. Maybe the same, but I think they'll end up being a six or seven seed. Or um, in better shape than Arkansas. Texas A&M, I don't know why Buzz does not learn from his mistakes in the past. He played nobody again. Uh, so he needs to keep winning. I don't know why he doesn't. Just, even if you lose, schedule tougher people. I mean, he's hard. I think Buzz is hard-headed. Yeah, he tries to be a little bit different. Yeah, so you know, he's the one that wears a coat tie and nobody else does. He actually wears a vest. He has a vest and a coat on, Joe. I think. What are you uh, wearing on the sidelines of TA? Got to get you a pullover. No, no, uh, Kelvin Sampson said that was the best thing about COVID was that you don't have to wear a coat and tie anymore. Were you always a suit guy before COVID? Not in high school. No, in you could believe you could believe. That I can't. I'm not going to say it on a, a football. A football coach that texted me the other night and told me he couldn't stand Buzz. He said, I can't stand Buzz. He is awful. <laughs> It'd be somebody that you would just think. <laughs> oh, I know who that is. So, you know, he don't like him. <laughs> mm. He says he's a phony baloney. I don't know what I mm. Anyway. But I think the coaches, Joe, to answer your question, I never understood the suit and tie thing. Anyway, you're up and down the sidelines sweating. So Bruce Pearl sweating through his whole all his whole outfit. Yeah, so just they got all these expensive suits in the closet, and you don't need them. So Kelvin Sampson said that was the best thing that came out of COVID, and he's probably right. Dad, why was a why can't a if I were Porter? Of course, you can't say anything because you lost your you got swept by Oklahoma State, but. The fans, guys, were so into this Alabama game. Then last night, as I said, I'm going to watch this. Because of football. I'm going to watch this game because I like Michael Boynton. I like Porter. I want to see if Oklahoma, how good Oklahoma really is. That didn't even look like – that Oklahoma team was terrible. And the fans, the crowd, the atmosphere was awful. So I started thinking, well, they're, they ain't bringing nothing to the SEC. If they can only get up one time, how, how do they not get up for the – Oklahoma State game, Dad. I don't know that the rivalry's there. Um, there's a, there's a bitter rivalry, especially on, on Oklahoma State's end. They get ready to play every time they play them because they think they get under underappreciated. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I would have thought uh, I watched part of the game, but I was back and forth with some other games. Um, but but it, it wasn't, you know, Alabama comes in as a team that has a chance to win the national championship and they've got great football and that kind of stuff. And Do y'all find – I mean, I like to watch Alabama, but do y'all find, Joe, that SEC basketball boring to watch? Like, I was watching Tennessee and Florida last night. It was boring. Georgia. Well, we, got six, we got six six different deals. I mean, only, only, the only thing that we have had that's improved uh, out of the coaches – is number one, we have improved uh, attendance-wise and playing-wise, Missouri. Uh, I have a hard time watching a team in Mississippi State that can't shoot. 
Uh, you can say to me, uh, well, how about Mississippi State, Coach? Well, okay. But they, they, I, I don't enjoy seeing somebody just can't shoot at all. Do you like watching Ole Miss? Oh, no. can't play. South Carolina's worse than that. Talked to we. I was, we had JC on yesterday, and I talked to him. And JC says South Carolina basketball is probably the fourth sport in interest at South Carolina now, um, behind women's basketball, football, something else, something else, baseball, and softball, something. So, who's the worst team in the league? South Carolina or Ole Miss? Um, South Carolina. Like Carolina. Vandy may be oh, worse Ole Miss than all had of some problem. Ole Miss had some problems with personnel. So. Yeah, but. Barry, do you want me to let you ask Jay about what, what first the question about uh, about coaches that leave? Yeah, I'll ask him that. I'll let you ask him. You want me to ask him, let you ask him that first, and I'll ask you. I have a couple of things that kind of. Relates to that, but I don't want to lose. I don't want to mess You mean to ask him why he ruined college athletics? No, no. <laughs> Joe? Well, well. I know you guys blame him as the mouthpiece of all this stuff. He is. <laughs> well, well, he'll blame we're not going to talk to him. We're not going to. It's just going to be an interview where everybody's going to say, well, that wasn't a great interview because I'm not going to. Do you think off. he's got the app on right now listening to us, Joe? No. I hope so, Jay. We love you. I love you, Jay. Thank you. I like Jay. Jay's smart. Yeah. He likes to tell you everything. What about. would make SEC basketball more exciting, Barry? Parody. There's no parody. You got the same problem as you do in football. I mean, they played Vanderbilt the other night. They win by what? 50 something points. They beat LSU by 50 something points. Kentucky's not as good as they've been. So the top teams don't get to play each other enough. In the Big 12, there's great games every night. Well, it's good from top to bottom in the Big 12. That may be what I asked Jay. Well, I mean, we know that. We don't have to ask Jay to see that. So there's, I mean, if Kansas is playing Texas, that's a big game. But what, we got all these teams that are so bad, like Alabama, LSU. Are you excited about that? Not really. Alabama, Florida. Are you excited about that? I am after last night a little bit more. All right. If Ole Miss is playing South Carolina, does anybody Believe care? No. <laughs> if you couldn't pay me to watch Mississippi it. State and Vandy are playing, does anybody oh, care? No. It's terrible. These guys are making crazy money. All right. Tell them about Constant Companion. Hello. What? Oh, co- coach walked away. Oh, right, did he? Well, Alabama won, www.alabama1.org. You're looking for a mortgage? I got it. Absolutely outstanding. Took care of me from start to finish. Car loan? I got it. Great. Uh, the rate's low. Only got a few more payments on that deal. They, they set me up, and I got pre-approved before I went and shopped. Credit card? I got it. And I got that balance down to zero, uh, which is nice, but you get the points. Every time you use the card for all their different products and services, go to www.alabama1.org. This is the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we have a medical emergency on 2059 westbound past exit 86 at Covered Bridge Road. You can expect minor delays there. It's wet and nasty. Slow down and be careful. Business is so good at Townsend Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Ask 
big. Have you seen our artisan created diamonds? If you've been in a room with one, you can't miss it. Tom Osmond from Fincher and Osmond. We're going to get the latest with the Alabama coaching news. We'll do that starting at 2 o'clock here on the game. On T-Town, Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Where the season never ends. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Is this Lil Wayne? This is not Lil Wayne. I had to try, thought, thought Coach was probably had enough. Where is John Prime? John Prime puts everybody to sleep. Uh, John Prime is great. It's he's terrible. so good, he's bad. John Prime, that might he, even hurt. He is John so Prime. good, he is bad. He is so good, you didn't even know he was passed away. No, I didn't. He's so good, he's bad. <laughs> Joe, if you had somebody you really liked, would you know if they were alive or not? I probably would. Yeah. Well, I didn't know John Prime had passed away doing all that mess. Yeah. I, I just now started liking John Prime because he's so good he's bad. Do you like Yellowwood? Yeah, I love Yellowwood. You ever built a five-star backyard? Uh, no. No, you don't have but a I watched. Them, I watched them put that stuff together. When when you started with Jimmy, he only had like one plant, right? Now he's got like yeah. 12. Does oh, he yeah, ever I, thank I, you? I did that. Does he ever thank you? Yeah, I did. I did all. I had, we had plants around the world. Joe, did you know that? When I'll tell you one thing. We got, we, got in a, we got in a small airplane in Chicago after going with him to a meeting. And he was pretty heavy, and the plane was the uh, scariest I've ever been. I remember when Jimmy <laughs> hired you to do whatever you did. I still don't know what you did. He gave him this car, Joe. He had this car. What kind of car was that? You had to uh-huh. put like something in the front seat so you could sit up high enough to see over the. It wasn't the nicest car in the world. So what you're telling me is all of this Auburn success and all this NIL money that they're <laughs> using right now is Coach Whip Sanderson's. You got to always dig deeper to find out where it starts, Joe. Oh, yeah. so really, when Jack goes down to Auburn, Coach is already taking care of it. Well, hadn't yet. But Jack if, has if, no talent. How do you think he got the Auburn if, offer? If coach, if coach is still kicking, uh, he will. Oh. Uh, Kevin texts me, Dad, and Joe, and I think he's probably right. If more players that could actually shoot the basketball, it would be more fun to watch. Do you I agree just, with I that? I'm just saying that. Well, I'm just saying Kevin's agreeing with you. Yeah. Boring. But Mississippi State, will bore. I mean, you know, defensively they're, they're pretty sound and, and they'll keep you from – Scoring some, but you got you got to have shooters in that league, son. You got you got to get you some cotton. You got to have them in every league. Like when we beat, yeah. I didn't realize that the stats came back when we won the other night. We made eight twos and eleven threes. We were eleven for twenty from three. You hit eleven threes, that'll help you a little bit. And it's fun to watch teams hit threes. So let's fire them, baby. All right, uh, we're going to get to break here. My man Joe Barger uh, with the mayor of Brooklyn. I've seen Joe a lot uh, here lately. Joe's got a daughter that plays at ACA, so I've gotten a chance to. I think he helped me get my uh, work on my car. 
Joe Barger did? When I lost my key. Really? I think. Well, we got uh, Brookwood Middle School softball coach Kelsey Cross. We'll catch up with, catch up with Kelsey real quick, find out what's going on oh. out there at Brookwood. Great people at Brookwood. My man Jonathan at Barton going to help me out with that car. Uh, so Brookwood's paying dividends for us, Joe. You list the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Jay Billis at 815. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we have a medical emergency on 2059 westbound past exit 86 at Covered Bridge Road. You can expect minor delays there. It's wet and nasty. Slow down and be careful. Business is so good at Townsend Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. I'm attorney Stephen Mizrano. We've all heard the different lawyer ads. Call me. I am nothing but a winner. What should I do? Go with the one you trust to protect you. And We're going to get the latest with the Alabama coaching news. We'll do that starting at 2 o'clock here on the game on T-Town. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Joe, they like to talk about stars, like a five-star, a two-star. He was only a two-star, and now he's Tom Brady, or he was a three-star, or he was a five-star and a bust, or he was a five-star. And when Coach Saban gets a five-star, they usually pan out and go to the NFL. Well, let me tell you about a five-star Allstate agent. Andrew Kniffer. Anybody that goes to my garage and plugs my tire, he's got my business for life because this guy takes great care of you, not only on the insurance side of it, but on the personal side. So if you had an issue, Andrew and his staff will take great care of you. I've got great insurance. He's made sure I have everything that I need. He's over at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Big golfer, loves the University of Alabama, and also knows this insurance inside and out. Give him a call today, 205-722-9201. Andrew Kniffer, Allstate Insurance. I get to the Andrew Kniffer hotline every Thursday. We have the Brookwood segment uh, brought to you by Joe Barger in the city of Brookwood. And we're going to talk a little softball, um, middle school softball out there, Brookwood. I don't know how they're practicing because it is so wet. I guess maybe in the parking lot, Dad. But we got Coach Kelsey Cross on. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good morning. 
Good. How are y'all? I appreciate y'all having me on. Oh, we're doing doing good. Tell us how are you guys even practicing with this rain uh, that's going on here in the Tuscaloosa. It's, it's been it's been tough because we've only got one gym, so we split with the baseball program. So we've been out in the parking lot. We've been in the lunchroom, moving lunchroom tables around, um, just kind of finding a way to do it. Yeah, well, when you guys get that new facility out there with that turf field, you'll be able to take some ground balls there. Tell us a little bit about your team there at Brookwood, uh, Coach Cross. Well, with middle school, you have a lot of turnover every year. We only have five players coming back, but I've been blessed to have five good players coming back that are kind of setting our standards. So the 12 new girls that are in, you know, they're kind of setting that standard for our program this year and looking forward to it. Yeah, the make the middle school uh, is right. You're right. You kind of set the standard there and get them – uh, prepare for when they get to high school. Just talk about how important that is with that transition from middle school to high school. Absolutely. I tell my parents every year that we're a developmental program for the high school. You know, wins are great, but at the end of the day, we want to get these girls ready to succeed at the high school level. So Coach Clark and I work really well together. We actually went to the University of Alabama Coaching Clinic this past weekend together to learn more about the game, but we communicate, talk about girls, and just kind of work together to build a program and build a successful program for the Brooklyn community. All right, tell us when you guys will actually get started with the season. Uh, I know it's always difficult uh, with the weather. Usually when baseball and softball starts, it's still time to wear those puffy coats and take the heaters out there. When are you guys going to get started, uh, Coach? Uh, we'll get started February 17th at McAdory Middle School. We have a tournament up there that weekend playing Helena and teams out of Birmingham area. All right. Uh, anything else about your program? Who's working there with you? And just talk a little bit about what, you know, at middle school, you get you rely a lot on the parents. The kids aren't driving. They got to help you raise money. They got to get the the girls to practice, pick them up. Just tell, tell us a little bit about the parents and how much those guys mean to your program there. Man, we have an awesome group of parents. Um, we actually had a work day two weekends ago. And we got more done in the four hours there than I can ever imagine. And every parent was there, and I always tell them it takes, you know, it takes a community to build a successful program. And right now we're in the middle of a fundraiser that our goal was three thousand dollars. They've raised six thousand wow. dollars, um, so we're able to able to buy a new set of uniforms for the girls. And you know, I also want to talk about my assistant coach Andrew sure. Burnett. You know, you can't have a great program without a great assistant. You know, the head coach is just one person. But assistant coach is what makes you successful, and I've got a great one helping me out this year. Yeah, talk a little bit about the uh, community there, Brookwood. We've talked to everybody from the uh, soccer coach to football to basketball to Mayor Barger. You guys got a special, special community out there. I think everybody pulls for one another. Just talk about what Brookwood, city of Brookwood, means to everybody out there. I mean, you can tell it means everything from the bottom up. We host the tournament every year called the Brookwood Bash. Yep. And we played Eccles Middle School last year, and there's probably more fans at that game for a tournament than, I mean, you see it at some playoff softball games. It was the whole community there. They're beating on the rafters. It was just a great atmosphere. And to see that in middle school just shows the pride that this community takes in all their athletic programs. Well, Coach, I've heard great things about you. Um, you know, it's hard to find quality coaches in middle school and high school, to be quite honest with you, because we certainly know we're not doing it for the pay. Uh, but yeah. uh, to have somebody that cares about the kids, uh, that, that works with them, that takes their time to do it, I hope the parents appreciate, and I'm sure they do, what you're doing there. And I want to, to compliment you on 
uh, taking your time because these young kids, that's going to be our future there. And uh, obviously when they're playing sports, there's a lot more to it than sports. So appreciate what you do and appreciate you being on with us this morning. Appreciate y'all having me on. I want to thank Mayor Barger for giving us the opportunity to highlight our town and our sports programs. Thank you. Good luck, Coach. Thank you. All right, there's Coach Kelsey uh, Cross there. And uh, they had a high school coaches, the community there uh, in Brookwood. Uh, We got a great community out there where I live. Um, I know Hillcrest has a great community. Tuscaloosa County High has a great community. The sports program's to me, can really energize and, and really bring these communities together. That is so important. Yep, it is important. And uh, those young ladies that are playing for him and trying to learn under them, it's, it's a big help help for them because it shows you have a lot of interest in both genders. That's great. Yeah. Uh, now, coaching five- and six-year-olds, I'm doing – I had practice last night. Guys, they don't listen. They don't listen. They just they don't listen, and I get mad, and I get madder because they don't they, they <laughs> rotate to your right. They just look at you like put your toes on the line, dribble the ball with your right hand. Are they, they really capable of learning at that age, Barry? And Sipsy, yes, Lance Sipsy has a great community. Except for Lance lives out there, but they have a great community. So do, do what now? What do you say? They're really capable of learning at that age. Well, they gotta learn. I mean, like. Isn't it? Don't you just but play when they ball? get the ball under the goal? You have to like you would think they want to score, right? What's the only way to score? Shoot, shoot! But everybody has to scream, shoot, shoot! And they just stand there with the ball, and won't shoot. We're yelling at you to shoot, shoot! Why don't they shoot? Because they're confused. They're overwhelmed. <laughs> they, got, they got Jimmy and Billy and Bobby all hanging around them asking to take the ball from them. They got Coach Barry yelling at them to shoot. They got little mama in the sidelines yelling, good job, Billy. Like, it's all overwhelming. It's sensory overload. But then they get in the car and their parents will say, you don't shoot enough. Well, they don't shoot when they get the ball. Just shoot. We ain't got no shot selection in five and six year old. We got the ball. We're shooting. Because we don't, we're going to turn it How over. How much cluster ball are y'all playing? I don't know what that is. What is cluster ball? All five of us run to the ball. and then all It's five and six-year-olds. It's like herding cattle. Right, right. And then all five of the defenders all run to the ball. So it's a ten, it's ten players all standing right at the ball. We played a team last Saturday that had Shaq. I was triple teaming him. The coach was getting mad. Because we're supposed to be playing man to man, I said, "Well, we're just, those guys are just in help. That's where there's, that's where I got them playing help defense." And then they said, "Well, you can't play a zone." I'm like, "Come on, guys, we're in a matchup. We're matched up. We're in a matchup zone. Like we can't. These guys don't even know where they are. <laughs> we're trying to figure." They're five and six years old. They don't know if they're in a zone or man. I mean, if I didn't put three guys on him, there was no chance. And we were winning at halftime. The guy was mad. And he ended up beating me eighteen to twelve. Are y'all going to, uh, you know, lunch or something with all the coaches in your league just talking a bunch of crap about it to each other? My five-year-olds are better than your five-year-olds. They had a coach, Dad. We have a group me for the entire league. A coach sent to the director on the group me so everybody could see it. You need to talk to the <laughs> – I can't even believe I'm saying this. You need to talk to the referees – they're teaching the other team how to guard my out-of-bounds play. 
I don't even know what you say to that. Now, first of all, does a whole group need to read about this? Just send it to the directly to the director. Now, what would you do if the officials were telling the other team how to guard your out of bounds play? On your team or the other team? The officials were telling the other team how to guard your out of bounds play. Hey, you got to guard it like this. You got to do I'd this. I'd go ahead. And, I, I wouldn't worry about because they don't know. Official wouldn't know. No. Joe, would you, would it make you mad? The official said, "Like you need to help on the screen here, or this they're fixed the cross screen." What? Five and six year olds? No. No, I, this may have been third grade. This may have been the the big big boys. No, I'd still say no. I'd do. Those officials aren't making any money. People don't understand. Like when you're in a large group, if you're in a large group, me, and you have a problem with somebody, send it to them. We don't want to hear about it. I this, don't care. This sounds like my fantasy football league, but just with real life young kids. Little Even my, uh, your group, me goes off all day. Like if you have a problem with so and so, then you and so and so can talk about it. We don't want to read about it. And we have these group me's. And they go off all night long because people are. You know how to mute them? I'll show you how to mute them. I want to delete them. Uh, we, That's we, enough to make you stop coaching. Have got, to have a group me. We got them here for for working. Oh Two, three of them are, are are on mute for me. Yes, yeah, parable. All right, we're going to get to Jay Bills. Y'all tired of hearing me talk about five and six year old basketball? So we'll talk to Jay Bills. But if you're in a group me, and you have a question for somebody, send it to them directly. That is the rule of group me. Don't send it to where everybody has, unless it's information for everybody. All right, that's a public service announcement brought to you by Inside the Locker Room. Two men in a truck, movers who care down at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies. Whatever you need to make this a smooth, but it's local, out of town, out of state, let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today, 205-247-5050. Two-minute truck movers who care. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning from the Town Square Media Newsroom. My name's Mary Kay. And police have arrested a woman who allegedly attempted to sneak methamphetamine and other drugs into an Alabama jail by concealing the contraband inside protein shakes. And you can get more details on this case by tapping our free app. And a Tuscaloosa County man has been jailed on 20 separate felony charges and more are likely to follow after police allegedly discovered a large amount of child pornography on his devices. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center on a nasty Thursday morning, we got congestion on US 43 at Rose Boulevard and Mittlery Road, and 69 congested at Martin Road. If you see conditions, give me a call. Business is so good at towns of Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Hey, Pete, how's business? It's great. Foot traffic's still way down, but more people are finding me online. Nice. How'd you pull that off? Well, the first thing I did was go to... Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Cloudy with rain becoming widespread today. The high in the upper 40s, around 49. For tonight, rain ending. The clouds will linger, the low at 33. A brighter day tomorrow, the sky becoming mostly sunny, the high very close to 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry, only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. The preacher man says it's the end of time and the Mississippi... Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We'll get right to the Alabama One. Go to www.alabama One. Dot org. I don't know if Jay came to Coach Saban's golf outing. I know he's come in the past. And Jay's just like coaches. He likes free stuff. And I know he got some nice free Tide gear when he came. Uh, does a great job with ESPN. Obviously a great player over at Duke. Jay Billis. Good morning, Jay. How you doing, my man? Gentlemen, good morning. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing fine. I uh, want to apologize to everybody, to you, not everybody. I text him to be on the show oh. right in the middle of the playoff football game. Really? And I know he read that thing. He turned to his wife and said, what the crap's Wimp doing texting me right in the middle of the football game? Jay, more coach, importantly. You know, you know I don't watch football, Coach. I was watching basketball games. Oh, you did, were? Okay. Did, 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 was the text grammatically correct? Did it have any punctuation okay. in it, Jay? Okay, I do, okay, I did. Jay? Okay. Well, it was close enough. Let's yeah. say it was close enough. Yeah. I could I could read it. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. Let me, uh, let me. You want to ask you that question, yeah, there about- Jay? I want to ask you. Um, what makes it so difficult? I know North Carolina last year went to the Final Four, but this year they're not having. I'm talking about basketball, having a North Carolina type year. Mike Shishetsky leaves. Duke struggling a little bit. Uh, you know, Louisville's had a hard time getting it going. It's going to happen one day at Alabama when Nick Saban leaves. When a legend like the Shishetskys. Uh, these guys leave. Why is it so hard to keep it going at the level it was at? Well, basketball is a little bit different because you you lose players faster, yeah. and and I realize there are more there are more players in football, so it's it's more of a recruiting challenge to recruit uh, to the level of having that type of roster. But in basketball, you know, these guys can leave after their first year. And, uh, and so if you, the, the challenge or one of the challenges, there are a lot of challenges, but one of the challenges now for basketball coaches is there, you know, do you decide to recruit a a super talented player out of high school that you know is only going to be there for one, two years max, or do you take a talented transfer that has uh, a lot of experience, maybe not experience in your system yet, but is more likely to be able to be productive early. And and those are those are difficult decisions to have to make, and because of the transfer portal and because of NIL, it, it is doing what any decent economist and and most of you know observers thought it would do. It's spreading talent around more, and you know there were some people that were against NIL. They're against players being compensated because they said, well, that means the rich are going to get richer. Well, that's not true. Uh, that's, that's not the way it works. You're going to spread talent around more and it's certainly affecting football. I mean, some of the big shots in football can't stockpile talent like they used to. They, they may still have the best players in their starting, starting unit, 
but they they're not having uh, the best players in, as backups uh, are down the depth chart, and that's certainly affecting things. Um, it, but this is what people said they wanted. They said they wanted uh, you know more talent spread around and more quote unquote parity and all that. And we're hearing a lot now about level playing field, and we've always heard that. But now they're now it's on the players. You know, the players have to have to have guardrails and restrictions. They have to take less so that we can have a level playing field. And uh, you know, whether Congress takes this up or not, if if all these administrators to talk about level playing field, if they really wanted one, they would revenue share. Like instead of the Big Ten schools making a hundred million each and the Big Twelve schools making thirty million each, they would all pool the money and everybody'd make the same, and then we would see who makes the best decisions with that money, and uh, and that would that would be a level playing field. But but until the revenue share, you know, I, I don't really want to hear much from them about this level playing field business because uh, they 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 all want to keep their money because they're market competitors. Yeah, but but it's spreading talent around, and and you know you mentioned North Carolina. One of the things about North Carolina, people forget. They say, "Well, Roy Williams quits, and and uh, you know Hubert Davis had a rough start last year, but then they went to the championship game." Yeah, Roy Williams left a team that wasn't very good the year before. Yeah, you know they barely made the tournament, and Wisconsin blew them out by thirty, and they they'd been struggling, and uh, so it wasn't like Hubert Davis inherited this this roster that was full of five stars that, and had been killing it. And all of a sudden it wasn't as good. And, and uh, Duke lost everybody from last year's team. And, and two years before they didn't even go to the tournament. Jay, Jay uh, uh, let, now let me ask one more uh, with the NIL. Um, I'm for it. Dad and I are for it, but not in the recruiting process. Uh, is there any way Jay to maybe put it to where, you got to come to the school. You got to go one year. You got to pass twenty four hours or whatever. Then they can kind of see maybe what your values worth. After one year, you can start making nil money. And I know there'll be promises in recruiting on the front end there, but it seems like it's gotten in the the beginning stages of the recruiting. Uh, how do we get it out of out of recruiting, Jay? We don't. It's it's a pipe dream to think that we can stop the flow of money and that we can pretend that these players aren't worth a ton. They're worth a ton of money. And before NIL came in, you heard administrators say, well, you know, so few of these players are really worth any money in the marketplace. It was a total lie. I mean, you've got so many players that are doing well and making money because their value is tremendous. And and it's, it's just kind of ludicrous to think that we can separate these things out. But individual schools can do it however they want. Sure. You know, the, prob- the problem is, is you know you run a tr- a foul of antitrust law if if the schools get together and say okay here's what we're going to do we're only going to pay this or we're not they have restrictions uh, that are that are industry wide you know that that's monopsony behavior and uh, and it it violates federal antitrust law so and, and that's that's why the NCAA lost its last case before the Supreme Court that's why it lost the, the first one in 1984 where the conferences could go out and start selling their own media rights. I mean, it used to be, and coach, you'll remember this when, when, uh, when you were coaching Alabama and I was in college in the mid eighties, uh, before that, the NCAA used to tell schools how often they could be on television. I mean, they would tell Alabama, you can only be on national television twice. 
Yeah. And the school said, this is ridiculous. We, we can promote our brands. We can make money and all this. And they stu- the school sued the NCAA, and they won. And that was the explosion of revenue. And then salaries started going way up, but the, the players stayed the same uh, at, at zero. And, uh, and people say, well, you know, it's, it, it, they should be grateful because they're getting a scholarship. Well, regular students get scholarships. In fact, in fact, non-athlete students get more scholarship uh, scholarship money annually than, than athletes do. Uh, and nobody puts restrictions on what they can earn or accept in the marketplace for, for whatever they're able to do, whether they want to write a book, appear in a movie, uh, play as a musician, whatever they want to do. And uh, it just doesn't make any sense. But we're headed toward a system in the in the in the future, whether it's through the court system, whether it's Congress, whatever. Uh, the schools are just going to sign the players to contracts. It'll make it much easier. They can bargain for whatever restrictions they want. And then if some schools want to pay more, want to pay less, a market will be established and it'll actually be pretty orderly. Yeah. Um, Basketball-wise, now we're into February. Here's the question I want to ask you. You know, we talk about Purdue, Houston, Kansas, Alabama, whoever you, you like. Um. Was there anything that that you with Coach K that y'all did in February and March to make your team better? Uh, from a coach, mine, mine, when I was coach, mine was rest. I, I, I cut our practices down, went really hard and cut ours down. But you know, you had such great coaches and y'all played so well late. As you look back on it now, is anything y'all did in practice and all to to make your teams really? continue to play great in February and March. Yeah, you nailed it, Coach. Coach, we, we did the exact same thing. Coach K believed that as the season went along, especially when we were a little bit older, when we were, we had a team uh, that, that started all freshmen my freshman year. Uh, we were really young, and we had a really good recruiting class, and, and so we, we played and started, and so we had to practice longer because we had more to learn and more to figure out. Yeah, but as we got older, as the season went along, and you got into conference play, our practices became shorter and shorter to the point where, at times, for a for a practice where we didn't have a game the next day, we'd only go an hour. Yeah. Uh, we might have individual work yeah, and treatment, like and all that yeah. other stuff, yeah. but, but uh, it was more about um, preserving. And you know, our weight training was more to maintain rather than to gain. Uh, and, and the other thing we did coach that coach K did, we, we did a lot of game situations. Yep. So we, we, he might put, you know, two minutes on the clock, give us a sure. score, foul situation, and then we would play it out. And it gave us experience in situations that we might see in a game that y- you wouldn't get as much during the season. So we felt a little more comfortable with that. We would play it out numerous times and, and it was actually kind of fun, honestly, uh, for a player, um, because we weren't just pounding you know pounding each other in half court stuff um and you, you know you know this better than i do but you know the coach gets upset about we're not we're not doing something well on uh, running our offense right and uh and and maybe coach k is getting all exercised over it and you you could bet you could bet your life that the defense wasn't going to perform at a high level because they knew these guys got to score. Otherwise, we're you know we're going to be here all day. <laughs> and uh, and so you know you you, you the players play the situation sometimes, but he he was really good with that stuff, especially the game situation stuff. And he had a great feel for um, where everybody was mentally and physically. And uh, and he never like he he always used to say this. He, he would he would we were all going to be treated fairly. 
but don't expect that we're all going to be treated the same. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, that, that was, that was definitely true. You know, a bad shot for Johnny Dawkins was okay. A bad shot for me was, uh, was a, a ticket out of the game. Yeah, that's right. Um, Purdue, uh, Purdue has got the one big kid who's unbelievably good to me. I play over the year. I've never seen a guy with great hands and, and, and passing the ball as well as he does. Um, uh, you can comment about all the teams if you wish, but uh, if I were defending him, uh, I've looked at it uh, over and over. I would defend the other four and let him get all he could get every time down the floor. <laughs> I would not have any double doubling, doubling, and no, that ain't gonna work. I, I wouldn't double him where he could throw it back out to a good shooter because they got some good shooters. I would just guard him the best I could, push him. I take my I take my knee and stick it in his butt. They won't let you and, do that. <laughs> and try to keep it off and keep try to keep him off balance. But I, I'd see if he could beat me over forty minutes. But he's a great player. Yeah, he he is he he's the only player in the country, Zach Eady, seven four. Yeah. And when when he came into Purdue, um he w- he didn't have the skill level. He had the size obviously, but didn't have the skill level. And his skill level is off the charts now. His right hand, left hand, you name it. Uh and, and you're right, his hands are, are, are fantastic. Uh but but you know, if you tried the, the knee and the backside thing, you'd have to get a step ladder just to get your knee up there. Yeah, yeah so you big. Get a, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Like about that. I mean yeah. he gets he gets fouled. He gets fouled every play. I mean, in order to keep him from getting deep post position, the the the, the defenders at a forty five degree angle like uh, to keep him from getting there, and it's impossible to keep him out of there. But I do agree with you. He's the, he's the only player in the country that you have to change everything you do defensively in order to to deal with them. And you know, last night uh, they win a game against Penn State, who's very good. They beat him by twenty. Yep. And Mason Gillis, one of their one of their wings, had made nine threes. And the guy's shooting thirty two percent. He made nine threes. Yeah. And they they run a thing. They anticipate like Matt Painter's so good. He he had, he put he positions his players in certain plays. Yeah, he does. To to go for to to anticipate the double. Like he had a play where he had he had uh, two players on on one elbow, uh, one on top, almost stacked, and they just stood there until Edie got the ball on the opposite post, and then the low man of the stack went to double, and and his guy set a set a back screen, and Edie turned. You can see dead over the the, the trap. I mean, the trap can't get high enough where he can't throw over, it, and they get a layup out of it. And uh, uh, they're they're perimeter players. They move without the ball really well, so it moves the it moves the help defense. But I agree with you. Like I think I do think that that one you should try whatever you can against them because nothing's worked so far. They're twenty and one or twenty one and one, whatever it is. And uh, and but whenever he scores, it's a two. Yeah. And and when he kicks it out, man, he's kicking out to a three point shot. And those guys are good shooters, and they've got like six of them that can make it uh, consistently. Yeah. Well, uh, I've always, you know, we always get a lot of arguments and calls about Alabama getting beat by Oklahoma, Oklahoma getting beat by Oklahoma State, these kind of things. My always my answer is that mental is the physical, like three is to one, and by that I mean that. Yes, Oklahoma's dead ready to play Alabama. They're excited. Got football's got a little bit of air in it too. They play Oklahoma State last night. There's nobody. There's nobody clapping. Nobody. It's not a home court advantage. So, 
to me, the the mental part of it, and it's hard to keep it going, but it, the mental is the physical, but three is the one I Bobby was a good friend of mine. I don't believe everything Bobby Knight did, but that's one thing he always talked about, and I think that's I think that's right. I do too. And, and, and when coach, you know, it's funny when you when you talk to to people who are fans, and maybe, maybe they played in high school or something, they've got yeah. a knowledge of the game. But but they'll talk about, hey, hey, uh, you know, Alabama goes to Oklahoma for the Big Twelve thing, and they're the better team, and, and they go out there and they they don't play with focus, and they're not intense, and. Uh, uh, and they get beat. And one of the things I always think in the back of my mind, I don't say it, but I said, you know, it's, it's too bad they're not like you who's at your best every day when you go to work and you never have a bad day. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it's so good point. And then they, then they come out against Vanderbilt and I've never had a season like this coach where, you know, and look, I'm just a broadcaster, but, but when I go to I games and I, I, I've done 30, 30 games so far and I'll do another 24 the season's over. Um, I've never been to so many games in a single year where one of the teams that's playing is is, is desperate and angry. Yeah. Like it seems like every game I, I'm I'm going to the uh, one of the two teams, if not both of them, you know, feel like their backs against the wall and they're desperate yeah. and angry because they just got beat or they just had a bad outing. And then Alabama turns around; they have uh, one of the biggest you know biggest margin wins they've ever had. They they hold a, a good offensive team like Vanderbilt runs really good offense they hold 44 yeah. points yeah. and people go why can't they do that all the time because nobody can do it like Tiger Woods doesn't shoot 63 every every round that's right that's you know right. it just doesn't work that way I wish it did but but the, these guys aren't robots they're gonna have a they're gonna have a tough outing and, and uh the key is they've been consistent it, with, with young players you know they're they're what 19 or 20 and three and uh and the teams they've lost to are all good uh, you know that Oklahoma game might have been an exception. Like Oklahoma's good, they're not great. No, but the the other games they've lost, they've lost a really good team. So they've had they've had as good a wins as anybody in the country. They're they're legit, and they've got as good a chance as anyone to win this thing. But uh, but this is not a this is not a year of knockout punch teams. Like it's going to be even. Like, like I, I laugh about this too, Coach. You know that great team you had in 1976, Alabama with T.R. Yeah. Dunn and Douglas yeah. and all that. Indiana went undefeated that year. They had overtime games and close games, and you know they didn't rip through that thing. No, you know they, they, they had they had a number of times they should have lost and, and got through it, and a number of times where it t- it took everything they had just to squeak out a win. You know, basketball is not a not a game like football where you know it, it's a physical dominant dominant. It's a skill game, and uh, and there are times you're going to get beat. And heck, if football played played thirty seven forty games, their records would look exactly the same as yep. they do in basketball. Yep. Uh, Jay. Lastly, you know, Coach Saban he kind of makes it look easy getting to the national championship game. We know it's not. Coach K and Izzo make it easy look easy. Get to the final four, the final game. Final game. Alabama has never been to the final four. Now they've had final four teams, uh, and people think maybe this year. How hard is it, Jay, to, for a team that's never been there to get over that hump? And how far can this Alabama team go that you've seen uh, so far this year? They can. They can. They can go all the way. They can lose in the second round. But yeah. I think that's true of. I think that's yeah, true of almost every team in the field. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because once you get to the, they'll, they'll probably be a one or a two seed. 
So uh, and and I think they'll be a one, but they'll one or two, and uh, and that means in the second round they're going to play somebody pretty darn good. Yeah. And uh, and one of the things about the tournament that I think is is difficult that doesn't get talked about very much is you win your first two games, and then you're going to the Sweet Sixteen. After you win your second game, you go home. And when you go home, you get patted on the back. People are talking about all this other stuff, and and, and momentum is difficult to keep in in the tournament. And uh, and you never, you know, you, it's, you don't know, you know, kind of how it's going to go from week to week because there's time, there's time in between. And uh, it's not like when you, when a team goes to the SEC tournament, you get on a three game roll uh, in the tournament and win the thing. You know, you're right there and you play over and over again. So momentum's a little different in that. Um, it, 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 the, the tournament is a difficult thing to navigate. Uh, it's really about. Rather than being about 68 teams in a field, that's why I respect golfers so much. Golfers have to beat everybody in a tournament. In the NCAA tournament, you, you got to beat only the six teams that are in yeah. front of you. <clears throat> and, and the thing that Coach K used to do that really helped me, like I, I played in the first 64-team bracket. We had a bye my sophomore year, believe it or not, because the tournament wa- uh, wasn't big enough back then. It wasn't, wasn't 64 teams. And the, the 64-team tournament, for some reason, seemed, uh, seemed monumental. And, uh, and my senior year, when we were the number one overall seed, and Coach K came in the locker room, and he, he, we, he showed us the bracket. And he showed us the two regions across from us. And he said, look at all those good teams over there. And then he basically says, who gives a damn about that? Only one team's coming out of there. He says, after it's all said and done, only one team is going to come out of there. We'll play them on Monday night. And, and he gave us, a, he gave us a, a, each a, a small bracket. It was a four-team bracket. He goes, this is all we're concerned to be called the Greensboro Invitational. We were playing in Greensboro. We played Mississippi Valley State, and then the winner of you know Old Dominion, somebody else. I don't remember who it was because Old Dominion won the game. And, and all, he says, we can win a four-team tournament. And I was like, geez, that's we can't. Yeah. And that's all we thought about. And yeah. honestly, I don't even remember what happened in that tournament outside of our games. And, uh, and, and then the next week he gave us a four team bracket, uh, for the, the regional. We won that. And then the final four was a four team tournament. Yeah. And, uh, and hmm. it, it cut it down and made it easier for us to digest instead of worrying about all these results. Like we didn't care. And uh, it was a really good way. I don't know where he got that. Somebody told me that Dean Smith had done it or something. I don't know who came up with it first. Maybe it was Coach K, but, uh, but I think it was somebody else. But, man, it, mentally it made it so much easier for us to, to navigate what we were doing. And he did the same thing with the season. We cut it up into segments that made sense. You know, we had a four-game segment, and then we went to a, a three-game segment, and then a five-game segment. And he said our goal is to be 5-0 and oh at the end of this, or 4-0. and oh. And then at the end of it, at the end of it, we flushed it and we moved on. And at the end of the season, I didn't know how many games we won. Uh, uh, you know, when I read it in the paper or something, I was like, "Geez, well, that was our that was our thirtieth win." Wow. I didn't even know because we were we were we were concentrated on just this thing in front of us, uh, and it really made it easier to to concentrate on on us and what was important. And, uh, and it was really helpful because you can you can start thinking about the magnitude of all this stuff, and then it gets you away from from what you're supposed to do. Well, I want to thank you for being on because you're great, and uh, of course I I tell everybody that you know when you listen to you, you don't try to tell everybody how much you know. 
You try to tell well, that's people. That's a good thing. Look. I don't because I don't know Jack. So well, that's, yeah, that's, you do. But good. you let a guy that's sitting over in the chair who doesn't really understand everything about basketball, he don't have to listen to a bunch of garb. You you tell it just exactly as simple as that. And that's what's great. You know, it's just announcers feel like that the more they talk, the better they are, and that's not true. It's like officials think the more fouls they call, the better they are. So anyway. Well, Ray, oh, Reese, tell Reese that uh, Dad should have kept him as a walk-on. They shouldn't have. Shouldn't have. Reese Davis. Yes, tell Reese. I'm sorry. That hey, he, coach, coach, sorry. If, you, if you had kept Reese on the team, the <laughs> amount of time he would have spent in the locker room on his hair with his hair products yeah. and everything, he never would have made it to warm-ups anyway. No doubt. No doubt. Thank you, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Thank Appreciate you, Jay. it. All right, uh, yeah, Reese would have been fixing the hair and the makeup. That's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Hey, I like that. Take that. It's a four-team bracket. We can beat these three teams, and we don't have to worry about all the. You look at all those other teams. Oh my gosh, that's a great way to look at it. Just yeah, it good. don't worry about those other teams. You're not even going to see them. Feel right. that for the state tournament. You got to get to it. All right, tell me about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding uh, uh, attorneys. At three four five one two three four, they know the law, know the changes in the law. Uh, if you've got a problem, they'll visit with you on telephone and go by 701 Rice Mine Road and visit with with uh, Bob and all them, and they are really good people, and they have been very, very successful. Prince Glover and Hayes, the very, very best. PrinceLaw.net is the website. If they don't win, you don't pay. Phone lines will be open, 205-342-9904. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama linebacker Demoy Kennedy is transferring to Colorado. Former Alabama softball ace Jackie Traina has been named to the 2023 SEC Class of Women's Legends. Twelve Alabama football alumnus have been selected for the 2023 Pro Bowl. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a report of a wreck on Skyland at McFarland in the intersection. You may see some delays. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. Business is so good at Towns and Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Towns and Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. Coaches took the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Cloudy with rain becoming widespread today. The high in the upper 40s, around 49. For tonight, rain ending. The clouds will linger, the low at 33. A brighter day tomorrow, the sky becoming mostly sunny. The high very close to 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
your home for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Been a lot like Dixie. I don't want to go. If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I just as soon stay home. Now that, Joe, is not Little Wayne. I do know that's not Little Wayne. Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests this winter. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-WAYNES-1, and get $60 off your initial pest control service mother must be listening dad she wanted to know could i use that what jay billa said i said well not really i gotta get by the first game first so um all right joe what's on tap today what's going to happen on uh cup of joe today do i need to listen today well i'm taking over gary's show what what happened to gary i i fired him he, he called me last night cussing, you know, yelling about offensive and defensive coordinators. And uh-huh. I said, you know what, Gary, just take tomorrow off. No, no, I'm, I'm throwing it for Gary. I'll have Jeff Spiegel at 1030. And then uh, I'm probably going to call one of my friends down at the Senior Bowl, uh, see if we get a little uh, Senior Bowl update. Uh, and You know, we're trying to see. Co- Coach is apparently going out of town today. Coach is apparently going on vacation. Who is? Saban, the coach. Where's he going? I, well, I don't, I don't know that for sure. For, for I said allegedly, apparently, and so that tells me just the timeline. If he's going out of town or if he's going on vacation today, shouldn't we have an announcement before he skips down? Dad, when they when he hires Todd Grantham, what are you going to say? Um, I'm going to say that first of all, that most of the people don't know that he worked with Todd Grantham at Michigan State and knows him backwards and forwards more so than anybody and uh the deal with jeremy pruitt was too long gonna take too long couldn't couldn't figure it out and of the ones that he looked at and thought of and he could communicate with him that he could tell him what to do he's part of the defense himself coach hadn't gotten gotten any blame for it but he's part of the defense too and that uh so just shove about shove about that that's who he wanted to hire well, people say, Joe, you should have kept Pete Golding. Yes. Sure. 100%. But they killed Pete Golding. They just want somebody to kill Barry, and they they don't have enough balls to kill Nick Saban. Ryan Grubb, did he not come because of the fan base? Money? Too far? Combination too far, of all? Probably. Too, probably far? too far. Oh, Barry, we never offered Ryan Grubb. He yes, never we actually did. got yes, offered. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Who's going to be the offensive coordinator now? Get offered the job. Yes, he did. Didn't. Yes, he did. I mean, I don't know that he did, but I'm sure he did. You don't bring that guy all the way across the country and not offer him. Oh, but who? Well, how why would you come to all the way from Washington and not take the job? Of course, you want to work. Well, I mean, out if out. you get it out there, it helps you. I mean, they say, man, Nick Saban wanted that guy. He must be really good when they're looking for a head coach. Say, Who's that guy up in Washington? I don't even know Grub Grub Hub. Is that why he, Derek hey, Dewey he, took it? He don't have to, he don't have to take the responsibility of wins and losses and make it two million. <laughs> Where do I sign? Oh, yeah, that's right. What that's is uh, what is uh, Brian Harson doing today? 
God, Harson. Sipping on a Mai Tai. What's he doing, Dad? Well, uh, Brian Harson is getting paid. Is he still living in Auburn? Uh, I would think probably. I'm not sure whether he sold his house or not. I, I would. His son goes to Auburn High School. He ain't going to pick him up and leave him, pull him out then. Will Brian Harson coach next year? Is he going to count his money? No, he ain't going to coach next year. He'll go. He'll coach after, after next year. Oh. He'll take a year off. Can, can can y'all get me hired at one of these jobs so I can get fired, please? They're hard to get, but they're easy to lose. <laughs> well, they're easy to lose. They're just hard to get. Right. Uh, and I mean, jo- coaching jobs are really hard to get. I mean, there's bozos I was coaching with. I look at they've been recycling on all these benches now. They're everywhere. They've been moving. And they're making good money, but. It's hard to get in the business now. These people stay in it say so long. Um, there's been some get out. Barry, let me force. let me ask both of you guys a, a, a question about I'm going to bring up on Gary's show. LeBron's like 80 points away from being the new all-time leading point scorer in the NBA or NBA history. Does that does that mean anything to you guys? Does that matter to you guys? Because ESPN starting to push the the countdown a little bit. Uh, he's about to break the record, and obviously Kareem is uh, a Hall of Famer, one of the all-time great, great, great players. Uh, what what does that mean to you to see that record go down? Well, it just means longevity that he's done it for at such a high level. For so long, I think it's hard to do, right, Dad? To be at that at the top of your sure. game for, yeah. like Tom Brady, you know. And I don't think people really understand how hard these guys work and how much they take care of their bodies and the sacrifices that they make. And uh, to stay at a top level like that for so long—that's your life. I mean, I heard JJ Reddick talk about like he had to make so many shots every day. 324. He, there were so many he made at each spot, left pull up, right pull up. And then he had to go sit in the cold tub for 25 minutes. Well, he was always afraid it wasn't 25 minutes. He wasn't going to do it long enough. So he'd stay for 30 to make sure he, every day, you know, and he just said, I got tired of the routine every single day having to do that. But of course, the guy made a pile, I mean, a pile of money. So, um, anyway, so why is Coach waiting to name Grantham the coordinator? I think he's still looking. I think he's going to name both at the same time. Just he's not worried about whether I think he's probably going down to Florida. That place he's got down in Florida, that's where the weather's great. He's not going to Georgia because it's bad weather. But he's down in Florida. Does he called Justin Thomas. And I need to work on my. No, story. he no he, he ain't over that area. No, he's on he's on the uh he's on the west side of Florida. I think. Where Justin Thomas lives, guys, that is swanky. He's on the east side, I think. Justin Thomas is living the life down there. You guys know J- Justin at all? I don't. No, I've got I don't know him. I've, I've Your boy him knows him, time. Hunter. Yeah, well, I need to see if I can get him on, get him on a show. Well, well I've got his, I've got his cell. Astros is coming up soon, coach. Yeah, let's get him on. Hey, uh, I got a guy. Jeff, get us Justin. Uh, call Justin's dad. Jeff's from Kentucky, and Justin's dad are boys. Jeff, I know you're listening. Go Kentucky Wildcats. Get us Justin Thomas. There. He's working. All right. He's working. All right. Uh, we'll let you go. 
Uh, you're filling in for Gary. Where's Gary? I'm going to call Gary. He called me last night and uh, said he had something in there that he had to take care of today. So that's that's, that's was all he you out know. doing karaoke last night? Oh, I don't think so. This was early. He wasn't partying. You know, he does five, six, and ten, so he was working. Gary has the worst schedule ever. Now, he'll tell you about it, but he's got the worst schedule. Like, can you imagine? Every night you don't get done to like, don't give 1045. Any, don't, don't, don't give him any credit, Barry. I am. I'm going to give Gary some credit. Because <laughs> you know he'll take it. Yeah, he, he likes it. First in Maine condos, three bedroom, three and a half bath in the historic district of downtown Norport. You got to go see these condos to believe it. Uh, gated community security cameras, which is important. Direct TV internet uh, is provided with the condominium. You're two minutes to downtown, five minutes to the University of Alabama. Where the condo sits, you can literally walk, shop, eat. Uh, it's like Mayberry, to be quite honest with you. So I love the location. I love the condominium. Call Todd and his crew, 205-657-7465. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room, one month of free room. We also want to thank Alabama One, www.alabamaone.org. You get to talk to my main man, Mike Brown. Tomorrow, Joe, you could ask Mike if I was playing an illegal defense against his team. That was his son's team. He wasn't the coach. We were in help defense, but Alabama won. He'll talk to Mike tomorrow. He'll tell us about all the great products and services going on at Alabama One. Joe, you going to have a producer today? You want me to stay and produce for you? I'm expecting somebody in just a minute. But you don't need me to produce? You can stay as long as you want. I can hit buttons and just... Maybe I'll stay and talk to y'all. Yeah. All right, you listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.